皆さん、お疲れ様でした。外人弁当です。楽しましょうよね。Hello and welcome to another episode of Gaijin Bento. My name is Brian, a podcast made for degenerate weebs and Japan enthusiasts. We talk about all kinds of Japanese culture and media. So、uh, today we have an awesome friend as a co host.、Uh, he's been、uh, here before. Actually, he's quite the popular person, as、uh, the episode that he was featured in. Seems to have the most downloads. So, everyone,、uh, welcome back, Eric. Yeah. Hey, it's good to be back again.、Uh, not, nice to hear that it's not the least viewed or listened to, <laughs> I suppose. It was a really fun one to record. I'm not going to lie.、Um, yeah, that was good. I liked being there. Nice time. Good, 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 good. So, yeah, Sage, she's in a. She's on vacation, so that's why she's missing. That or she just quit. Yeah, that's a,、so. that's a very real possibility. Very real possibility. The budget's running low and I'm not having paid her. I mean, uh, anyway, yeah, I just wrote a lot of bed. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to see why the paychecks aren't coming in. We're <laughs> <laughs> keeping it very professional here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and on the Monday. Yeah, school's out for summer, so I have some random days off.、Uh, but I'm going to have、uh, two weeks off、uh, starting next week, the middle of next week. So I've been planning out some things for my trip.、Uh, I'm going to be in Tokyo for about five days. I'm three, yeah, so three or four or five days in Osaka. So I'm going to be、uh, two weeks away from here, which is going to be nice. Uh, you know, after a while being in a small island, there's not much to do. <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of sounds a little bit.、Uh... <laughs> Just running out pretty quick, I would imagine. After B, e- I mean, you've been there a year now, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I hit my uh, my one year anniversary on the July 25th, so yeah, one year. It's crazy. I, I, I was pretty sure it was that. I, I actually wrote down in、uh, a notebook the day that you left, and I hit that page again, and I was like, oh crap, it's it's been a year. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't quite sure if I had that date right or wrong, but I guess it is right because that was the 25th. It's so crazy.、Uh, it feels like it's been that long, but at the same time, it doesn't.、Uh, it just a lot has changed since then.、Yeah. Um, I'll never forget like, the roller coaster of emotions. Like, I was going through、uh, some of like, my footage. Like, I went on my phone and got like, a lot of like, videos and photos, like the, the very first ones I took、right. when I first arrived. Like, I think the first footage was of me, and、uh, I, I got the window seat, so it was pretty cool. So, this is during the middle of COVID, so the plane was like probably like 25% full. So, I had like a, the whole road to myself. It was awesome. Yeah, that rules,、um, actually. That's like a, <laughs> that's one of the few good things with that. Yeah. So, that was, that was excellent. So, I was able, like, I was, even though I didn't sleep very well, I was still able to like kind of like lay down kind of comfortably. Right. But yeah, like the first footage I got was of the, Literally, we were like approaching of like the Kanto area, and I got like a video of us, like the actual, like just like a bird's eye view of it. It was really cool. Yeah, that, that's、uh, super sweet. It was, it was like seriously, like such a roller coaster of like, I went from what have I done to I can't believe I'm here <laughs> <laughs> all within the same second. <laughs> so, yeah.、Uh, I- I, I gotta imagine that would be 
that was basically how I felt when I moved out for college, except like a quadrillion times more <laughs> considering you can't really just hop in a car and drive home like I could. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to swim <laughs> for a while. <laughs> yeah. Just a just a nice brisk uh, dive in the ocean, not a not a big deal really. Yeah. And I can't even swim. Yeah. <laughs> I was just about to ask. I feel like we've talked about the fact that you can't swim. <laughs> yeah, there was a pretty uh, messed up story about that. So, yeah. I, yeah, I actually remember that now. <laughs> I was in the back of my head. I was like, there was something with this. Oh. I, th- I think we talked about it in the podcast on that yeah. episode, actually. <laughs> I'm pretty so, sure we did. So I think that was so, the first time me hearing it. Yeah, so I'm not going to revisit that horror. <laughs> <laughs> check out this other episode if you want to hear the swimming story. It's a nightmare. Yeah, check out episode 15. Uh, it really is uh, kind of fucked up. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, uh, but now like I feel like pretty good. You know, I feel like life really slowed down a lot since then. When yeah. I was like in the U.S., it just felt like things were moving too fast. And it was just like so much anxiety. I feel a lot better now, so... I'm that, glad that, I did it. That's I'm very good here. to hear. So hell yeah. So that being said, when are you fucking coming? Uh, not soon enough, because <laughs> uh, I'm still with that never-ending anxiety here. So <laughs> I was gonna say, like, yeah, no, I, I, I totally understand that feeling. It's just living here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hope, hopefully that changes either by me leaving or <laughs> other means. Yeah. <laughs> do you have like any any immediate plans to do anything like like to leave or to kind of uh, new jobs or anything? any new things not sure about immediate but uh very more seriously considering uh gunning for a position abroad after you've had it and had it go pretty you were you were my test uh, my test subject for that if you liked <laughs> it or not was entirely what was going to be driving that decision of yeah what the heck let's uh let's go for something so been kind of researching that a little bit but otherwise just kind of you know keep on keeping on with uh, little stuff here, little stuff there. If you decide to go with it, and this is for other people that also are interested in pursuing uh, the English teaching or just any kind of position, uh, any entry-level position into Japan to get your foot in there, uh, definitely choose Kyushu. Kyushu is super fucking cheap, and it's super beautiful. Honestly, so, I was sold it cheap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cheap to, uh, to leave in uh, to to live in Kyushu compared to Honshu, uh, where all the big cities are at. But like uh, Kyushu has uh, Fukuoka City uh, in the Fukuoka Prefecture, which is a surprisingly big city. I didn't expect to see such a big city in uh, in Kyushu, but no, it's Fukuoka is great, and Fukuoka also has a special place in my heart because it's like the first city uh, that I stepped foot in outside of quarantine, like where I was able to like walk around for a bit and explore i was still there for business because that's where the headquarters are at or the company that i work at but i was able to go out on my own and with other colleagues yeah it's awesome city uh fukuoka is known for its uh, tonkotsu ramen my favorite fucking <laughs> japanese food i love it i love it so fucking much you can see you can actually find tonkotsu almost anywhere in kyushu just like but fukuoka is where it originated uh but Oh my God, Tokotsu Ramen is just the gift of the gods. Yeah, it's super cash money. Yeah, I wouldn't have, uh, I admittedly don't know super much about just Japanese city life in general and all that, but I wouldn't have thought there was like a reasonably sized city down there just from secondhand knowledge mostly. So that's interesting and and pretty good to know because that that is a 
one thing always in the back of the head. Yeah, th- there are some really great cities in Kyushu. Like, I've been to almost every prefecture in mainland Kyushu, except for Oita and Miyazaki, which are I want to go soon, but I have been to uh, Goka, Saga, Nagasaki, Kumamoto, and of course Kagoshima. Right, and there's some cool ass shit. So you know, for I visit a lot of Kyushu, and I can definitely, with confidence, say uh, Kyushu is the way to go if you're, unless like you do have like an IT job or something like that isn't English teaching job where you feel like you know definitely then Osaka or Tokyo is the way to go. But right. if if you're planning to do the English teaching route, Kyushu choose Kyushu or ask to be uh, and it's interesting because like a lot of people won't choose Kyushu because you know they're like oh Osaka Tokyo you know it's Japan that's all that Japan has to offer so they don't think about that so if you pick Kyushu you're most like most likely going to get Kyushu that's also super good to know heck yeah so it's a good time and of course you can see my man uh, Kumamon in Kumamoto so I mean (laughs) he's literally everywhere he's awesome I, I bought like so many when I went to uh, Kumamoto and I went to Kumamoto Castle. Like there was just like there was more Kumamoto things than like historical, historically significant like Japanese culture th- things in there. So that is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I got like I bought a whole bunch of uh, Kumamon like shirts and plushies and pins. You name it. Yeah, there was a. Uh, uh, about a couple of years ago, we were playing a visual novel called Seven Scarlet. Uh, and there was it, it takes place in a small, from my understanding, just kind of whatever town that I think its most notable thing was like a historic hot springs in the game. And uh, they also had a mascot character who was very predominant and everything on like everything besides the hot springs was just, hey, look at this little I forget the name <laughs> of the mascot. I, I don't I think it might have been a it might have just been a bear <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. I can't quite remember. <laughs> but that, that that instantly made me think of that, of how it was, like, honestly the only thing I really remember from that game because it was so prominent for a part of it. Oh, crap. Is it our boy Chi-10? I, I wish. I would have liked that visual novel much more if that were the case. <laughs> we, we've talked briefly about Chi-10. Uh, there was an episode we talked a little bit about uh, mascots in Japan. I did bring up our boy Chitan and how uh, we were just watching him get injured. <laughs> to that. Dan speaks to me with that. It's uh, it just is most of my life consists of accidentally hurting myself. So that's the mascot for me. You know, I never put two and two together, but yeah, that that makes sense. <laughs> you you have put your body through some very serious physical. Uh, trauma in the past <laughs> serious <laughs> trauma and hospital visits for the sake of a joke that will make maybe one person laugh what a time to be alive are you the one behind the cheetan i'm not you, i'm not allowed cheat- to talk about that actually that, <laughs> that's a breach of contract as my management <laughs> tells me so we're gonna have to go ahead and uh, remove that part of the interview or talk <laughs> <laughs> wow cheetan i didn't know you can speak english so well <laughs> <laughs> Cheetan, your voice is surprisingly deep. <laughs> oh God, coming from such a cute character. <laughs> I have a really cute otter. <laughs> hey everybody, it's me, Cheetan. <laughs> Watch as I fall off this bicycle. <laughs> 
I've lived in Japan all my life and haven't gotten a single English lesson. Hello. <laughs> One day I just kind of started talking like this. I, it's actually pretty confusing. <laughs> this is why I always hit myself with a baseball bat <laughs> on videos. I'm trying to undo the damage and learn my native language again. <laughs> And for those who didn't uh, watch or not watch, <laughs> if, if, you're, if, you're, if you're watching our stuff, that's kind of weird. Explain how you do that. Pretty cool. I want to know how you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What kind of drugs are you taking, fam? Sign me up. Yeah. So if you if you haven't listened to, uh, it was very short, but we talked about some. And Chitan, uh, he is from uh, the island of Shikoku, which is the one of the, it's the smallest main island in Japan. I don't remember what prefecture it is, but it's he's from Shikoku. Yeah, it's basically it's not it's not an actual uh, mascot, like a Japanese mascot. It's like a it's an, un, an unofficial one that someone just made up. It's based on another real uh, mascot, but yeah, he's like a it's like a half otter, like kind of turtle. How, how would you describe it? I. I otter monster i'm not sure <laughs> now that i'm like thinking about it i was usually too focused on how much it had to hurt to really like get a good image of it and i remember the face and i remember it was supposed to be an otter because there was that other or some sort of otter creature because there's that other one that i think was an otter as well the the blue neon the teal one yeah they, i think they that's teamed the- up sometimes yeah, that's that's uh, Shin uh, Shinjo Kun, which is the he's he's the actual official mascot of um, Kochi Prefecture, which is I think that's where uh, Chitan is from. So I think the Chitan mascot is inspired by that one, by that uh, Shinjo Kun. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that's right. From one of the times we actually like looked stuff up after watching like seven hours of that, and then decided maybe <laughs> we should figure out what like what's going on here in between all of the walking around videos. <laughs> God, those are so relaxing, though. I can't believe, I can't believe, though, like, I don't think I could do that with anyone else. Just, like, <laughs> watch other people walk in the streets for, like, seven hours and just drink. I'm like, hey, this is a good time, man. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I've actually tried doing that with other people, and it's been a significantly not as good experience. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was always a pretty good time. I highly recommend if you can find somebody that's a cool a cool person to be around. Uh, just pull up some <laughs> guy walks around with a camera for hours at a time. Watch him. Have a drink. Maybe don't. Maybe just sit there in pure silence. It's probably a fun time. <laughs> While you hear uh, this person next to you just dragging on his, uh, his vape. <laughs> just, yep. just constantly <laughs> the snap crackle and pop of the uh the high-end vaping what a time yeah good times yeah <laughs> so yeah chitan he he has a youtube channel so for those people uh who want who are curious he has a youtube channel he has tons of them he's literally just gets himself into shenanigans rather like i said it's like getting into a bike and then holding like some kind of like, he's like shooting arrows while you know riding his little bike and he's just falling he was just always injuring himself it's a good time i think his timing is really great and he's just like he's got like this big big like cheesy smile on and that's what makes it so great like <laughs> he's most likely going through some serious physical trauma you just see like the mascot's face just having this big cheesy smile it's so good <laughs> falls off of uh, a stacked series of 
like metal boxes with this giant grin and eyes upwards and just lays on the ground for a couple seconds. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, that they had the head to hurt because he's like holding his leg in silence. <laughs> the, the, the fact that it, it's con Stan is just constantly laying there. It's like that, that one like actually hurt though. <laughs> I've, I've had falls like that. I know you're down for the count, like the camera cuts, but I know you're in some pain. <laughs> yeah. And, and I looked it up. Apparently his species is a fairy baby otter. That, that sounds pretty believable. I've never seen an otter wearing a hat like Cheetan does. So yeah, his turtle hat. <laughs> I love it. Oh god, and the costume gets so dirty too. <laughs> I, I, I like forgot about that. Just by the end of the half of the videos, it's like covered in dirt or really wet, and it's just <laughs> it's like, oh god, it's that can't be fun to be inside that anymore. No, and like it must be a pain to clean. I mean, it's like an actual, like a really. It looks to uh, it appears to be very high quality material. It, it looks really good. It looks really good. Uh, so. That must be hell to clean every single time. I'm I'm impressed at what they're willing to do in that because I was a I was a mascot throughout high school and that that just running around the field sucked. I can't imagine like constantly being that hot inside that thing and also like smacking myself in the legs of the baseball bat while I'm doing it. <laughs> I don't know you were a mascot in high school actually. Yeah, nobody wanted to do it, so I agreed to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, somebody, uh, I, I think the yearbook person was in charge of that. They came up to me and be like, you hang out here constantly, but you're not in yearbook. Do you want to be the mascot? And <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, you're around. <laughs> not really, but I, I'll do it because you're basically asking, telling me that if I don't do it, I can't just sit in here every day. So. <laughs> Some passive aggression there. <laughs> yeah, it, it was very much a veiled threat. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a. It was not a question. It was you're going to be the mascot. <laughs> you're a Spartan. Yeah, we were the we were the Spartans. Luckily, it wasn't like a super full. Like it had full body stuff, but my arms and legs were still just like my leg. And at least that wasn't <laughs> still during the trip pant period, because then you would have had pants <laughs> dragging behind the Titan. Actually, that would have made that way more fun. Oh, so so you were like wearing pants? You were just not going like you know bare legs. Uh, I, I think at that point I probably was pretty much bare legs because I was one of those insufferable. I'm going to wear shorts no matter what, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that was a lot of us because I would wear I would wear shorts in like 30 Fahrenheit degree weather. Yep. So I, I would wear shorts and sandals as much as physically possible, <laughs> even until December. And then my mom would yell at me enough to, that I would just give up on that for a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we. My mom would always yell at me too, and like, but I don't, I don't know why. I, I don't. It's just I really hated clothes. I guess. Yeah, I I just didn't. I I don't know. <laughs> there was like some primal need in my teenage head that was like, <laughs> Nah, dude, you don't wear pants. Don't sell out to adulthood yet. I'm fucking alpha. What you mean? I don't need no pants. <laughs> mom, it's not that cold. It's only snowing, and also negative two. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, my, my my car won't start, but fuck it, I gotta wear my shorts, you know? Oh my god, winter's coming again. <laughs> the car's not gonna start. How's how's uh, tornado season? Uh, any Anything uh, serious? We've had, in the general area, we've had some storms and some pretty 
pretty not good tornadoes, but it's pretty much just been the the north side getting bombarded as they do every single year to the point that I'm questioning, like, why is there even like civilization up here? <laughs> yeah, that that north uh, Illinois definitely always gets wrecked every single year. Yeah, if, and- if you're like north of uh, O'Hare, it's just like a war zone for tornadoes <laughs> to like barrel through every year. It's kind of nuts. Like we. We don't get much. I mean, we do get some, but we don't get nearly as much as they do. A bad thunderstorm hits and they're like just getting bombarded with floods and we get like a drizzle down here. It's super weird. Yeah, right. Geography is weird. So that works. If only I would have continued with that degree in like weather, I would have been able to actually maybe explain why that happens. Unfortunately, <laughs> that only lasted a semester. So I've, I'm still clueless <laughs> as to why that's the way it is. Come on, Eric, you have no use in this podcast. <laughs> Don't worry. Maybe we'll go back to school and I can become the weatherman and be like, well, actually, it's it's just that the air is kind of warm over there. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> it's, it's closer to the lake. Maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah, the the lake, uh, because of the lake, we get some weird weather, like the lake effect snow, and yeah, that, just, that, it, it fucks our shit. That actually is brutal. That that was like the worst part of living in Chicago proper. It's just like out in the suburbs, you would it would be like, yeah, it's kind of cold. There's some snow coming in. If you live there, though, it's like, yeah, no, there's like ten feet of snow just because it's uh, like eleven p.m. Now it's just happening. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> And there's nowhere to push all that snow. So some streets just kind of get destroyed (laughs) because they just, oh, you're the snow street. Enjoy. Here's this (laughs) 5 million ton pound of snow that's going to be here until, I don't know, May. (laughs) (laughs) And it just turns like beyond black. It's just. Oh, it's so gross. Oh, God. Living in the city was like the first time that I didn't like winter anymore because everything just becomes disgusting <laughs> yeah. and you have to watch out for falling icicles constantly. God, I just like remember w- when we walked like to go to uh, this restaurant, uh, the Kuma's Corner. Shout out to Kuma's Corner. If you're ever in the Chicagoland area, look it up and Indianapolis now. And I think uh, Boulder, Colorado, there's another one somewhere. Check it out. Oh, it's wow. good food. Yeah. So Kuma's Corner is a uh, heavy metal uh, themed restaurant. So I'll, I'll, they're focused on burgers, but they have like a smaller menu that has other things. But it's mostly burgers and other burgers are named after uh, heavy metal bands. So if you're into that sort of thing or if you're just like good burgers, it's good for that, too. It's, I think it's- they also have beer. Like maybe they have some in-house beer. I'm not super sure. It's been a long time since I've been there. They I think some of them might. I'm not 100 percent sure because now now I only go to the one out by uh, the airport, so that that one's a little different in its catered audience. Uh, the people oh, of Schaumburg okay. are not quite as brutal as the ones in Chicago. So is, <laughs> I think I've been to the one in Schaumburg actually. So I think I know. I think you're right. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So we walked. Uh, it was so freaking cold, but we walked a long time, and oh. we were by. For, for a while we were like by the shore that was terrible i don't know why we did that about like half of, our... of that walk was by the shore i remember it a very long time by the shore <laughs> and, and one of our friends like he didn't have a hat <laughs> and it felt really bad like you offered him the hat like hey man you want this hat it's you know we're kind of dying and you seem like you're in pain and he's like no 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 no, no i'm good i'm good <laughs> yeah he, he looked actually miserable throughout all that to the to the point that i was like do you want my 
go in my coat for a while. Like I'll, I'll deal for a little bit, but you look like you're really kind of suffering. I'm feeling terrible about it. I'm kind of afraid to go back home in the winter because, like, you know, being in a subtropical island for about a year now, I, I don't know if I can handle that. I, I couldn't handle the cold back then, but <laughs> now, but, but now, but now, I, I think I would actually die. See, I, I have that opposite worry where as soon as I hit heat, I start melting and uh, just dying very quickly. So I'm worried about going to the subtropics and just be dead forever as soon as it gets above 40 i don't really know what to do with myself luckily the winters here are so extensive that we have about six months of negative of 40 below which is super great for me bad for everyone else you're not good not good really bad for my car the car sure hates it when it's negative like 24 days in a row i hated driving like in the winter and also because you know i had like my uh i was driving stick like that last car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that was not fun <laughs> when we lived it. by a bunch of like fairly large interchanges too that were just kind of a nightmare by itself in the winter driving stick in those is already kind of miserable driving stick when traction is not a real thing that exists anymore is even worse no there's so many times they're like I need, i'm gonna call off work because there's no way i can make it there with this <laughs> and also this car is like half dead half dead yeah you've so. driven some real nightmares over the years <laughs> <laughs> i was lucky i was lucky cars. enough to total my car my like bad <laughs> car before i had to deal with it too much the car that would uh, fishtail so hard, I would nearly sideswipe the car next. It's not the right word for that, but I would nearly ding the car next to me on every right-hand turn as soon as the road was a little bit wet. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't matrix. know. I don't know how people enjoy driving manual. That was the that was a nightmare. I, I got a manual because I was like, well, you know, I want to try something new. And because it was super fucking cheap, that, that might have more to do with it than anything. Yeah. But but like outside like it it was a decent looking car actually from like outside you know yeah i, I was <laughs> i was like genuinely surprised at how many issues your car had because <laughs> yeah. like, it seemed like pretty good <laughs> from just the first time i saw it and then like over the next couple months hearing thing after thing after thing of it going wrong was like oh my god dude yeah i definitely sp- ended up spending m- more money on repair than the actual car when i first bought it for sure hands down and i was like this is a nightmare i hate this car but yeah like i wanted to try something new and i was like you know it looks it's pretty good you know i think maybe it's a good skill to know but uh i really hated it <laughs> i uh i did not have fun maybe it's good for people that like to you know like the, the drifty cars and all that but just for just to get around uh yeah no it's not it's not fun uh, yeah i wouldn't recommend i'm i'm one of those people that likes the the drifty thing uh i like them for that and i like them for off-roading uh, i don't like them for daily driving i doing that in chicago is unbearable <laughs> it is the most like mind-numbing experience shifting constantly with the flow of traffic that uh is less of a flow and more of a trickle at most times. Yeah. Especially when you've yeah. got something that it wants to swap out of first into second, like immediately. Oh, it's so bad. Weekend cars <laughs> are fun. <laughs> That's yeah, weekend, yeah, yeah. weekend cars and the cars that go off-roading, those are pretty good. If you got a track car or a drift car, super fun. Love uh don't don't love the daily. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. God, especially I remember having to this is when I was still uh interning in the city. So like driving on the Dan Ryan, 
with that with the, that with that fucking car with how, how many times we had to stop because it was gridlock traffic yep uh, i oh my god i screamed i can't tell you how many times i've screamed inside that car during those uh those commutes i i 1000 percent believe you having having done that i uh it's it's one of the few times i'm legitimately unhappy driving (laughs) atlanta is a very close second however yeah i was gonna say yeah i think chicago has some of like the worst traffic in the country um I, i think we're pretty bad i i will never drive in atlanta again (laughs) <laughs> I, I will drive in Chicago again. Atlanta's a no go. Yeah, Ugh. that's that's me. That's me. But for LA, I'll never drive in LA ever again. Oh, that dude, that's terrible. That that's a, that that is like a legitimate nightmare. From like, I know I just got done talking about Atlanta. <laughs> Not even close in comparison. <laughs> that is the only time I've been like stressed out driving. Yeah. Oh my god. We were honestly like we stood in the same spot for like an hour i'm I'm not joking it's so bad yeah you can just sit there for literal hours and no one moves like we've gotten out of the car (laughs) it's it's just that bad yeah 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 yeah. seriously never la isn't even that good of a city no offense i'm sorry to the uh, we have a lot of people in california but uh uh i don't I'm not a big fan of LA. I'm so, I'm sorry to you guys. Uh, I, I like a lot there. of the things in California. I I like a single restaurant in LA <laughs> <laughs> that I forget the name of, but it was the best pancakes I've ever had. <laughs> so sh- shout out to whatever that place was called. Uh, wasn't worth the hour and a half wait, but it was still pretty good. Uh, nothing <laughs> else in LA is good. I I feel very bad for everyone living there. I'm glad that no, you can enjoy something that I can't keep on yeah, keeping on you. la people yeah seriously kudos to you like I, I know you guys are out there sorry but i i prefer i definitely prefer san diego i, I really enjoyed san diego when yeah. it comes to uh, southern california yeah san diego uh, personally cool. yeah personally and i'm i'm, I'm biased because i was born in northern california but yeah northern california rules <laughs> i i love it out there actually it's, it's pretty interesting a lot of kyushu reminds me a lot of like uh of northern california especially because you know you got those like Endor looking ass trees, like those really tall, oh like, thin yeah, branch trees. Yeah, there's a lot of those in Kyushu, so yeah, it reminds me of that. Oh, well, now I'm even very... more down because I also prefer Northern California in general. It's a it's a yeah. it's a lovely place. Maybe that's that's a big reason why there is a large uh, Japanese population in in that area, in the Bay Area. Yeah, I can believe that. It, it's very it's a lot of it. Seriously, was like I felt like I was. Because I've driven through a lot of of the uh, the Bay Area and just Northern California, and it was just like seriously uncanny of how similar it was. Yeah, I, I especially have especially Kagoshima, that. especially Kagoshima. So uh, yeah, it's crazy. Super super beautiful, super beautiful. So uh, so yeah, LA traffic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the traffic and cars podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we we seriously. Me and Sage always have the issue. We're just like, we're, we're, hey, we're not talking about weep shit anymore. But that's all right. Maybe, maybe it's a good thing. <laughs> you can you can slap a slap some stickers like like the ones I've got on your car, and then it's basically weep stuff. People will key your car, and then you you just feel like a weeb. It's like getting bullied in high school all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, you were the bully in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Only to you. That's okay. 
<laughs> damn. When the when the wee bullies you, damn, <laughs> that's when it's pretty bad. Hey, it's pretty bad. So last night, another reason why uh, I got up so late. I got up uh, so you know around nine twenty a.m. and I was like, all right, Eric, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> so last night I stayed up late. Uh, I was uh, playing. Uh, I just started playing Outlast too. Are you familiar with that game? Uh, yeah, I've played a little bit of it. So I've played the first one, but I never beat it because I'm a fucking pussy. So ah, nice. Uh, <laughs> so I played. So I decided to play the second one for whatever reason. I I streamed it on Discord, and uh, a friend from Australia joined me, so it's pretty cool. Uh, but I learned my lesson to not play a horror game before bedtime. Uh, yeah. Because. I had a not so good dream last night. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that was the trigger is that game. So I don't remember a lot of it of the but I remember some of the, of the big things, but it was like one of those like like really just like realistic kind of dreams, you know. Right. Like yeah. those vivid dreams. So it's like I remember uh like it started like I received a line message and line is uh is an app out here in Asia, it's not just in Japan, but it's used over uh, like uh, Asian uh, countries. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Line app. Oh yeah. Oh, okay, good, cool. So I don't have to explain it. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll explain for the folk uh, back in the U.S. that aren't familiar with the Line app. So Line app is basically like a texting slash sort of sort of social media platform, which you can use for a lot of things. Like you can actually use it for like digital payments. Uh, so I actually, it, it's really handy. I don't have a debit card in Japan, uh, so I just use the Line app. I put money into into I put money from the bank directly into the Line app. That's how I get like apps and stuff, or just like a lot of restaurants or businesses are starting to use starting to use like digital forms of payment, like they do it did in the U.S. Because for the most part, for a long, long time, Japan was uh, very, very currency based, like or like not a currency, <laughs> a physical uh, currency cash based. Yes, thank you. Very cash based, and it still kind of is, but I, I definitely see a lot more uh, like, oh, we offer this payment or this digital payment like that. And Line App is a, another famous one. So, uh, yeah, li- I received a Line App uh, message in my. This is in my dream. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> so um, sometimes I get like, I, I, for, for whatever reason, I, I get uh, into, I get invited into a group. And it's obviously like a scam, uh, but it's always like some kind of like it's always in Japanese. So I, I go into like Google Translate and see, but it's like a, it looks like a scam. But some I don't know how I get invited. They find like my phone number somehow. I, I'm not sure how, but anyway, so it's a little dodgy. But yeah, I received like one of those messages in my dream on, on the Line app, and usually in real life you can leave uh, you can leave that group uh, that group message, and you can block anybody. But I, I couldn't leave this group in the dream. And I was like, people were like sending like cryptic messages, like really weird things on it. And I was like trying to leave. I was like getting freaked out. And again, it was like one of those vivid dreams. So I feel like this is happening in real life because, hey, Line app is a real thing. Hey, yeah. I've gotten I've gotten into group messages, uh, unsol- <laughs> like unsolicited messages. Like, you know, this is this is kind of it feels too real. I'm a little scared. So um, I couldn't leave the group. I was trying to look. I was trying to look for it, but I was receiving like, oh, welcome leader from Illinois. Welcome. And, or, or, or like they're talking about like wanting to die. And it's like, oh, I can't wait for this thing. Like we're all going to die. It's so exciting. And I was like, get me the fuck 
off this fucking group chat, dog. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and uh, I was at, at, at in my dream. I'm in this house that I've never been in before. But for some reason, I subconsciously know that I'm back in the U.S. So I'm like, this is this is super weird. Uh, so I just tried to go to bed in my dream. And I, I couldn't because I kept hearing weird sounds and shit. And then next thing I know, I wake up on a boat, like a very small boat, isolated all by myself in the sea, like in the ocean. Like like you see nothing, nothing but water. That's already terrible. And you're, you're in a small <laughs> boat. And like I mentioned in another episode and earlier this episode, uh, I don't like water. <laughs> I have a trauma with water. Uh, so this really this literally is like my biggest nightmare is being surrounded by water in a small boat knowing that i can't swim and there's no one near me like that's that's absolutely uh uh, no no for me (laughs) uh so i I just try to paddle with my hand away until i eventually see some like a set of like just not islands but they're like, like pieces of land like small pieces of land and i'm like all right i can i can uh i can I can lay here at least. Uh, but then as I'm approaching one of like the small pieces of land, I see like big giant boats approaching and everyone's shouting like, yeah, we're all going to die. Like everyone's like happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. And like they're, but they're like, they're like screaming, like, like really like deep, but also shrill screams. Like you're hearing and everyone's like excited there, but they're all shouting, yeah, we're dying. We're going to die. We're yeah. I'm like, I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> This is this is not good. <laughs> I'm not having a good time. Uh, so and then uh, I don't know why I don't know how I got here, but then all of a sudden I'm not in the boat, but I'm in like it's nighttime and I'm in a city and which kind of looks like a hybrid of like Southside Chicago, but like if Southside Chicago was a Japanese city because everything's like narrow and so close together, <laughs> but it, it feels like you're in like these like dark alleys that you know yeah <laughs> so. Uh, and it's dark and very poor lit. Uh, and uh, I'm just like roaming around. Like, I don't know how I got here, but I feel like for whatever reason, again, I subconsciously felt like my house was nearby. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm starting to look for it. But there's like some shady people. Like everyone around you is like super shady. Uh, and then there's like these people like look like I can't explain, but they have like some really hideous faces. And I'm like just desperately trying to get home. I'm, like. I was like, I, I don't understand what's going on. But anyway, I find my house, which is, of course, looks nothing like any house I've ever been in. But I was like, yeah, this is my house. This is <laughs> As right. it goes in the dream. Yeah, my family's there. Uh, so I guess, like, yeah, you guys live here. I'm not going to question it or anything. So it's new house, eh? Nice house. Uh, yes. Hey, nice, nice little shack. It was literally like a wooden shack. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Very small wooden shack. But I'm like, hey, yeah, this is my home. This makes sense. Uh, and then people start knocking at me at the door. I'm like, oh, no, it's like the creepy people that, uh, that uh, you know, they're at the streets. Like, they're, like, staring at me. Uh, but then for whatever reason, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to open the door. That seems like a good idea. God, that's the worst. The, the, like, I constantly have a nightmare, and I know someone's on the other side. I'm like, I'm going to get the door. <laughs> it's, just, it's rude not to get the door. It's 3 a.m., man. Don't get the door. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, you know, we talk shit when we're watching, like, horror movies. Like, you fucking idiot. And I bet you if we were there, they'd be doing that same thing. <laughs> so, yeah, I opened the door. But there's, like, some people. That, they were also, uh, I guess, survivors of something. Again, I haven't seen anything, anyone 
getting murdered, but I, I'm assuming that people are getting murdered out there. Uh, so this is like a group of people. And then for some reason, again, again, I get like that line message and they see that like they also get the line message. So it looks like these people were also in on the line message. They're like, yeah, we couldn't leave. We couldn't leave the group for whatever reason. But then they're like, wait a minute. Are you the leader? Are you the leader of Illinois? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like I, I was, I was just, I appeared on the chat. I don't know. And then they start to like, wait, you're the, you're probably behind this. Like you're the one that's trying to get us killed. I'm like, nah, dog. I don't know what's going on. I'm scared. My name wasn't even on the ballot. What are you all talking about? It's like, I, just cause I, I'm from Illinois. That doesn't mean shit. <laughs> you know, people get killed out here. <laughs> <laughs> So then they tried to. So then they tried to kill me, and then that's when I wake up. At least that's a good time to wake up, I guess. Yeah. So that was a that was a weird dream. So um, probably not gonna play that game before I go to bed uh, tonight. That's for sure. Every uh every October, me and some some friends stream a bunch of horror games, uh, basically nonstop to each other. So October is always a hell month for for my sleep schedule because that never goes well. That that's always the month of many nightmares. <laughs> So I get that. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a fun time, you know, you know just no big deal. Uh, that actually is sort of, uh, one of the things that, what actually got me into Japanese culture at large was a friend showing me Vocaloid and I made fun of it initially. And then I found some <laughs> songs that <laughs> got kind of circling back to that bullying thing. Yeah. Maybe there was a little bit of credit to that. Uh, cause, cause I, 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 I was like aware of what anime and stuff was, but I wasn't really into it. Uh, just, I didn't see much that was like super cool, but I saw the Vocaloid stuff and I was like, Oh, there's actually some pretty good music in this. That's kind of sick. But what actually kind of got me pretty into it was, uh, playing a bunch of, uh, translated Japanese RPG horror maker game, RPG, RPG maker being like, I mean, it's on steam. You just search, search up RPG maker. You'll see a billion other games. So, but yeah, there's some interesting horror games for that. And that was all pretty cool and fresh to like teenage me. <laughs> that was all super sweet looking. And that yeah. kind of that kind of circled into this huge spiral of uh, finding a bunch of media that was actually really up my alley, including some anime. So that was a weird little thing that kind of set off everything else off in motion that eventually led to a huge appreciation of uh, Japanese literature and movies. So Thanks, wow. a bunch of little RPG maker horror games. You're all pretty sweet at what you do. Still love you to this day, as schlocky as a lot of you are. Thanks, Vocaloid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also thanks, uh, Luca, was I think the first one I listened to. So yeah, you did a pretty good job of spiraling my life out of control. <laughs> <laughs> See, bowling sometimes does have its benefits. <laughs> Yeah, it worked out really well that time. <laughs> <laughs> the tables really did turn. Yeah, so I mean, for me, I've I've been you know I always liked anime when I was a wee lad, of course, you know, watching Dragon Ball and you know all, all that fun stuff. Yeah, like the two thousands anime. Uh, but like you know, around like I think high school and college days, I really wasn't active in like get like really Japanese culture and stuff. I wasn't really that. I was about music and stuff at the time. Maybe scattered throughout, I did, you know, maybe like a, like a show or, or something, but not like where I am now because I, of course, I'm in Japan now. But, right. But uh, what I remember the exact, what triggered my, or what rekindled 
kind of, I guess, my interest in Japanese culture was uh, one day uh, the I was on YouTube and I saw, you know, classic YouTube algorithm recommended me a song. Of course, I happened to be a city pop song. And this song was uh, Stay With Me by Miki Matsubara, which I, I still love that song. But I th- I think uh, I autoplayed it because I, I don't think I was like, oh, let me listen to this really random Japanese song or anything. But I think it was on autoplay. And it play. I, I let it play through, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is really fucking good!" Like it reminded me of like '80s like anime endings. I was like, "Oh, I, I need, I need more of this." I, but I remember for a while I was only listening to like that song, and I think after that is when I discovered uh, <laughs> uh, "Plastic Love" by uh, Maria Takeuchi, which is which is usually people's first city pop song. But for me, it was uh, "Stay with Me" by Miki Matsubara. But after that, basically. It, the, the rest is history you know uh, i really get into the city pop and i still love city pop and if, you know i love city pop and yeah i know you love city pop uh but that's that after that i it's kind of like i had revitalized and i think also because i think maybe because dragon ball super was out so i'm like cool dragon ball i like that and then after that i started to seek other music and other like manga and stuff and then i started watching uh abroad in japan and other like youtube videos about japan and and next thing you know i'm in japan myself so that's basically <laughs> again crazy i'm here i'm in japan because of the youtube algorithm <laughs> thanks youtube you did you you did something good for once it's 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 kind of crazy how like quick all all that stuff has happened because like i mean in general it's a it's a pretty good time to be a uh, a fan of this sort of thing because i mean we were growing up it stuff was becoming available but it was still like pretty hard like i've got some memories of some early uh stuff of like passing vhs's around of like watching dragon ball z pokemon and all that kind of stuff of like some of them were official most of them weren't (laughs) and i know that the further that you go in time like that gets a lot harder i mean god just even looking at like barnes and noble in our from when we were like early on in like high school, middle school compared to now, like there's like the manga section is gigantic (laughs) at everyone I've gone to now. Like it has stuff that is obscure enough that I probably would have only imagined I would find it on like a random like manga piracy site or something of that degree where it's like, Oh, somebody's uploaded chapter 48, but not any of the other ones (laughs) is something to that degree. And now they've just got, a ton of options it's it's really kind of cool to see how like accessible a lot of the stuff is even like the city pop thing i mean that that's super accessible and super blew up and now you can go to pop-up bars that are city pop pop-up bars that's sick <laughs> yeah i actually went to one of them back well, well a few years ago now but yeah i went to like the city pop like little event at the sleeping village where it was actually where we were going to see um what's her name uh uh fuck what's her what's that who, who are we gonna see how do uh, yeah we're gonna yep, see her yep yeah uh we were gonna go see her uh she did end up playing that uh sleeping village but i wasn't aware i didn't know that she she planned out the dates because i was going to tell you so i apologize that that's i i you said that and i was like weren't we supposed to, wasn't i supposed to go to that and then realized i completely forgot so and the reason uh for the listeners the reason why we didn't go was because covid so she had to postpone many times but she ended up 
finally going uh, and doing the shows in the U.S. But of course, I was already here and I was unaware of the dates at that time. So that's why I still I was still I still had the tickets and I would have been able to send it to you. But I, I wasn't aware. So I, I am sorry. Maybe maybe another time. Maybe there'll be another Torx. That that would be an incredibly sick show. I imagine. Yeah, and Sleeping Village would be a pl- cool place. It's like so intimate and small. Yeah, I, I'd be very into that. Not to not to pile on the guilt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, honestly, even kind of still on that note, like Baby Metal was an incredible show. I, I love seeing acts like that that I don't like come around very often. Uh, that that yeah. was Baby Metal probably is still up there on my shows despite the fact i couldn't hear for three days afterwards it's a good uh, show. If, if, it was just a good show if favorite metal ever comes by folks uh, go see him they put on a fantastic show <laughs> even if it's not your style of music check it out it's it's super sick maybe you'll even see uh god who opened for them i forget their name but i just saw them like a month before and it was the same exact <laughs> wasn't it like some like viking no, it wasn't Viking. It no, was like, it was like a their, their thing was gimmicky. like a circus metal thing. Yeah, it was like some gimmicky thing. I don't remember yeah. them. Can't remember their name. <laughs> I do. I do remember though. You were saying, "Oh, this band of shit don't work." <laughs> so just like, Hang out over here. Let's get some merch. <laughs> yeah, because we. Like, I, I saw them at Devon Townsend like a month beforehand, and like they they do a good job. It's just not why I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry for whatever band I'm thinking of. You guys do a, put on a good act, but it's. As a friend of mine says, it's not my scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also would agree that it's in my my definitely like my top like five shows that I've ever been to. Seriously, it's so much fun. What I love, it's like you know they're playing like this like death metal while these like Japanese girls are just like dancing. <laughs> it's, it's super good. It's, it's so much fun. Although. I must warn you, you're pro- you might not see the Papaya Man. Uh, like you <laughs> I was you're honestly pre- really disappointed in not seeing the Papaya guy. I wanted to see him so bad. I just want to see what that dude can do on stage. Yeah, so there's a song called Papaya. In, in a, what, what, when, what year did that come out? Like 2020? 2020? That sounds Ish. right. It was one of the more recent ones at the time, from what I, from like, at, at, in terms of seeing that show. So, yeah. So it's, he just, he's, he's, he's rad. Look up Papaya. Yeah. You, you it's a good song. It's a, he's a good guy. He, he says Papaya a couple times. <laughs> yeah. He says Papaya. And like, oh, yeah, sign me up. This cool guy. <laughs> I heard that and I was like, I'm into it. That, that was kind of another funny thing, actually, where we both heard Baby Metal and we would like make fun of it. And then a couple of years later, we're like, this actually isn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think when they first came out, I was like, this is shit. Yeah. And now I, I fucking love them. So, yeah. I had that, I, had that same uh, experience and now i have a, a flag with uh, their like logo on it above the computer right now so jokes on me <laughs> <laughs> i actually haven't listened to them in a while probably i'll probably play them uh when i'm in tokyo to nice. get me inspired hell yeah no, nothing inspires somebody like the papa yaga just <laughs> going going nuts you he, he went at it yeah i think that night uh we we had to really swallow our pride and drink some white claws because that was like the cheapest things there that that is weird that that was the cheapest thing (laughs) coming from places where it's like two bucks for an old style compared to like you mean to tell me i'm gonna have to pay ten (laughs) dollars for an old style give me the white cloth it's only nine dollars (laughs) please i don't remember if i had work or not uh, that day Uh, i mean not i mean after like that, that following morning, because 
something prevented me from drinking more. <laughs> it was probably. I'm I'm pretty sure it was uh, you working because I didn't drink very much because I had to be up as well. So I, I think I think that sounds right. That was probably okay. that that saved our wallets for merch and not spending fifty dollars on white claws yeah (laughs) yeah it gets so god i think it's just like a thing in like the u.s because like i've been to a couple events here and nowhere nearly as expensive for food and drinks it's just such a hike up it's it's crazy how much a hike up is even at like a beer tent at like a a country fair is like you're charging me nine dollars are you joke <laughs> it's yeah. it's it's sweltering in here i'm yeah, only gonna be able to like, drink one of these without passing out right i'm still gonna do it and i'm still gonna pass out yeah. i'm in the midwest what else is there to do yeah. <laughs> that uh that was a funny thing when you uh were getting into some more japanese uh spirits was like comparing the price of stuff that you were drinking because i was like yeah that one's a real that one's like 120 bucks in the u.s and you're like yeah it's like 20 bucks here and i was like this that sucks <laughs> there's a ton of spirits i really like but i i just don't buy very often because like i cannot justify spending 120 to 200 dollars on a on a whiskey or a gin no matter how much i enjoy it 30 bucks though mm, that's pretty good deal i'd I'd be drinking that a lot more if that were the case. Yeah, when you come out here, you'll have a good time with the spirits. That's for sure. It, that. It'll be it'll be nice. I, I do like a nice highball, a nice just about anything. <laughs> <laughs> anything that will get me where I want to be. <laughs> and you know, just an endless uh, supply of Asahi would be pretty sweet instead of having oh, to drive yeah. an hour to go get it. It is pretty nice uh, just being able to walk to a Kumbini and just get Asahi. Have I, have I told you the thing about me? One of my friends going to a ramen place, and the only thing we said for like five minutes was how crisp the asahi was back and <laughs> forth to each other. Yeah. No. <laughs> the, no. Night, the night we went to uh, Devon Townsend in Chicago, we we stopped by this ramen place whose name I forget, but they had a spicy duck ramen, which was fantastic. Ooh. But more importantly, they had asahi on tap, and we got one. Oh yeah. I, I recommended it to the friend. Oh like, yeah, I'll try. We got it. And we like both took a sip and like looked at each other and like, this is really, this is really <laughs> pretty good, dude. <laughs> and then we sat there for like five, 10 minutes, just being like, this is so crisp and refreshing. Like this is, this is maybe the best beer I've ever had. What's going on? We yeah, were, seriously. we were those annoying guys in the bar who were just talking to themselves <laughs> how good the beer is. <laughs> oh, it was it was great for us. Terrible for the couple behind us. I'm so sorry to those people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like so crispy. I can't explain it. It's just such crispy boy. Like I remember the first time I had it, I was like, I have to share it with everyone I know on this planet. Yeah, yeah. It, it really reframed Bud Light being the crispy boy into just you know nothing really compares now. <laughs> yeah, like even like my mom who doesn't like like beer or alcohol really she saw me drinking i was like yeah i'll try and like really okay here you go and she was like hey this is, hey it's pretty good hey like, wow. yeah it's a, it's a good one it's uh it's just pretty i wish i had a better like palette to describe beer notes instead of just being like yeah it's pretty good and it's pretty crispy go get it <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty good and it's pretty crispy i think the yeah, years just- of malort have it totally destroyed my ability to like enjoy things at a finer palate level <laughs> that and all the smoking yeah definitely malord and smoking i mean smoking is what created the flavor of malord in the first place as the legend goes no wonder i like it so much <laughs>
So yeah, even though I do love my Asahi nowadays, I've been kind of uh, I've been more of a Yebisu kind of guy, but I don't think that's available in the U.S. as far as I know. I have not seen it anywhere. There's there's a couple services I know that might be able to get some more. Uh, out there stuff, but I have not seen it in a store anywhere. It's really good. Uh, it's uh, Misaru Katsuragi's uh, beer of choice, depending on the branding of the spinoff. But <laughs> Yabisu seems to be the more memorable one because, uh, of course, it was. I think it was like the the only one that was actually branded. Everything else is kind of generic right. uh, parody or whatever. But yeah, Yabisu is quite good. I really want to go to the brewery. I don't know if it has a tap room, but they might do like maybe like sampling. Uh, but it's in Tokyo. So I'm kind of considering doing that. That'd be pretty yeah, sweet. Pretty good. Yeah, uh, going I, back I, to... I've been kind of turned on to uh, gin recently. I've been drinking a little bit of... I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of this, so apologies in advance. 135 degrees east Hyogo dry gin. Might be Hyogo. Probably that. Uh, super smooth. You can drink it straight. You can make a very nice... Uh, gin and tonic with it it's a japanese one it's probably one of the cleaner tasting ones it's real nice and it's relatively cheap in the u.s so that was a nice surprise because i actually that's that's one more thing i will say kind of in that same accessibility range i've noticed that some of the spirits have been decreasing in price a little bit like the some of the nicer ones are still fairly expensive but now i've noticed more uh shelves being stocked with things that are in the u.s dollar about 40 30 dollars and they're still mostly okay at least in illinois so that's pretty nice because before i rarely a couple years back i rarely saw anything even in chicago that was under 60 bucks that was a like japanese whiskey so that's a super nice change of pace what do you drink it with uh the the gin yeah uh usually i just do some tonic water which you know i i'm a, i'm a gin guy so i have my specific brand of tonic water uh usually the q brand of that little 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 bit of tonic uh i drink it straight a fair amount too uh that's pretty good yeah it's just a nice clean refreshing beverage it it doesn't have too much of the uh aggressiveness that some gins have so you can actually like sip it back without going the entire time nice cool i'll I'll look for it when i'm in the uh, kansai area because uh i'm gonna be in osaka for a bit and hyogo is like right next to osaka so maybe i can stop by hyogo yeah give it give it a try if you find it it's it's pretty solid it's definitely been one of the nicer ones i've had in the price range here i have no idea what the price range would be out there but here it's like 20 to 30 bucks and that's pretty pretty solid for as good of a gin and tonic as it makes sweet i'll look into it and just clean to drink straight so that's pretty solid too yeah i mean if you like highballs you'll probably like that all right then uh so I guess that's a good time to uh, wrap up this episode. Uh, thanks for joining us, Eric. Yeah, no problem. Happy to be here. Hell yeah. So, yeah, we have Instagram, uh, Gaijin Bento. We have email, gaijinbento at gmail.com. Uh, you can send us any feedback, questions, comments. Uh, you can talk shit if you like. Just like if you want to leave a hate comment, that's cool too. We'll see you not everybody.